Don't go out. Go all out in the all-new Toyota Highlander. Amplify your style with a captivating exterior and available 20-inch alloy rims. Amplify your comfort with available premium leather interior and ventilated seats. Or amplify your groove with an available booming 11-speaker JBL audio system. You can even amplify your crew with roomy seating for up to eight, five USB ports, and available Wi-Fi connect. Don't go out. Go Highlander in the all-new Toyota Highlander. Toyota. Let's go places.
Hi, everybody. Welcome to Gay XYZ. Hi, everybody. What's up? So that was a song from Miley Cyrus's recently released album from Sunday, actually. She released it after the, what's it, the VMAs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's called Miley Cyrus and Her Dead Pets. And that song was called One Son, obviously, about the environment and saving it, etc., I actually really like this album, and the reason why is because it's uh, unvarnished, and it's sort of just her kind of talking about whatever the fuck she wants, and it's not all mass-produced, overproduced. It's just sort of a simplistic, uh, straight-from-artist-to-listener type of album. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, that's actually my favorite song on the record so far. That's the one I'm really, really liking right now. I feel like that one has a super strong melody, but like you said, parts of it that are hard for me to listen to when I listen to the record, it is that the mastering on it is a little light. Yes. Uh, like you said, it's, um, it's not super overproduced. Well, it was only made with fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but um, and you know she's been a huge advocate for loving like a, her home studio and those kind of things. But um, what I really love about the record is that she's kind of just saying like, I know this isn't what the kind of music I'm known for. I know this isn't what the mass, the uh, general public is gonna want to do. So I'm gonna make what I want to make. My record label is gonna make me make what I what I want to make and I'll just put it out for free because I feel like if she did charge for it and it didn't do well, it'd be one of those things where people were like, Oh, Miley's a flop, yada, yada, yada. But if you put it out, it's free. You do it because you love the art of it. Yes. So let's face it. She's got the money. She did Hannah Montana, the, you know, <laughs> Well, uh, she pay, she pay her, her 401k for life. She but. herself has said she's like I made my money. If this doesn't do well, no big deal. She's like yeah. no big deal. She's just doing it because she it's a vanity project and she loves it and she likes yeah. it and I love that about it. So yeah, Jason, did you like the song? You're saying you haven't heard the record. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. You know, it yeah. kind of reminds me a little bit of sort of a psychedelic sort of pop rock type thing and it kind of reminds me of lady gaga a little bit some of her music is similar to that like in her last mm -hmm. album yeah that's what i was actually saying i was saying that it kind of sounds like um like art pop or like the one she put out before that uh born this way but like on drugs yeah 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 <laughs> it's, it's kind of just like Ooh. yeah but, but yeah, yeah I, mean, I, didn't, I, I mean i didn't like it i mean but you also remember I'm not a Miley fan, so I'm not really a Miley fan either. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like a huge like I am about Madonna or someone else. I, I like her, but you know, I don't like it because I like Miley Cyrus. Is what I'm trying to say. You know, no, I, I, sorry, but I, I wasn't. Fan. That's it, cool. Honestly, it's not a, a a Miley song. I think enough for people to be like. You know, I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan because I don't like the type of music she represents. Now, if it was a traditional type of Miley Cyrus song, then I think that would be fair. But to me, it actually kind of sounds a little bit like a art. Like it has that song specifically, kind of has an R and B melody to it. Oh, like absolutely. An kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just thought, and also there's other songs in there, lots of ballads and and oh, on there that I that really past. like. Yeah, she said in the past she writes she writes really strong ballads, but she struggles with like the radio friendly stuff. Right. Um, and I think you can hear that in the, in the record. And it was also self produced. Her and um, Gosh, the Flaming Lips lead singer. Mm -hmm. I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but they produced it together um, with a few other producers. But that's a huge triumph within itself. So. But I have to say one more thing about it, then we'll move on. Um, I I I love it when a this is to me is the sign of a real artist, and the reason I say that is because there are very few artists. It's like the difference between you know, and I'm gonna use Madonna again, Madonna and Beyonce. Beyonce, 
beautiful woman. She dances, she sings, she can sing, but she doesn't write any of her music, very little of it anyway. Right. She doesn't, she's not really a true artist in my opinion. And she's, she's, she's a performer. She's a performer. Right. She's an amazing performer, but she's not a, an artist. And so and this to me is the mark of a true artist, someone who go, breaks out away from what they normally do and also comments on society, what's happening around them and does what they want without fear of, of what reprisal and to, to make a message. And I love that. So that's why I love yeah. this album. So that's me. Anywho, uh, that's our little spiel about Miley Cyrus's album. Um, you, I did want to talk also about, uh, I don't know who, who's, whose notes are whose, so I'm just going to talk about whatever, but uh, Kanye West running for president. <laughs> <laughs> well, like overall, the VMAs, did you guys watch? Did you like it? Yes, it was very lackluster to me. What did you think See, about it? I mean, it was it just it just seems like it was just thrown together. The the, the entire award show was really seemed like it was thrown together. Honestly, it was like what a three hour show. They could have really summed this up into a one hour show. Yeah, I mean, it was only like it seemed like only like six people performed total. So it's like. I, honestly, I was just like, okay. It, but to me, it just seemed like they just really throw this together like at the last minute. Like, oh, let's just do an award show on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, award shows are really all about publicity and to make money for the network. That's what you really got to remember. So, of course, it's going to be long because all the advertisers are wanting to like shout out the big bucks to have their ads. And it's, I mean, think about the, the cost of production on something like that. It's not a total reach. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I have to say, I admit, I did not watch it. I had no interest in watching it, so I didn't watch it. I and only I watched the highlights. I was, talking, I was talking to my friends because like five years ago when it was like Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga, all of them were coming on the scene. We were like obsessed with the, the pop culture and the mm -hmm. things that were going on. And yes, that was a really good time and like um, new artists and, and um, pop culture. Uh, but I think as you get a little bit older, you kind of don't care about celebrity anymore. It's true. So those kind of things aren't entertaining. You know what I mean? So now you're calling me old, bitch. Anyway. Hey, I'm just kidding. I, I was with my friends. We were like, wow, we don't really get into it as much as we used to. We used to, like, everybody that performed, we'd be on Facebook, like, writing commentary. And right. Then, and the next day at school, I mean, everyone's talking about it. And exactly. That was the only reason I watched it. I just watched it so I could really just talk shit about it. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I really, I was just like, because uh, I kind of lost interest in it a few years ago, but. Well, you know, but, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, it just seems like the, when it comes to the VMAs over the past few years, I don't know what MTV is doing, but it just seems like they, they've they eliminated, uh, eliminated a lot of categories. Um, like, if you remember, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, they had every genre category for an award show, I mean, on the VMAs, rather. Like, they had their rock, they had their alternative, they had R&B and soul category. What's it like now? now? It's just like, it's just pop, hip-hop, rap. Really? Right. Yeah, really, yeah. They, That's because they, those are the most popular. That's all they give a shit about. Yeah, but they didn't have a rock a category, no alternative category, well, no R&B and soul category. The it was just... Yeah, and the, pop and the VMA, the VMAs is not the Grammys. It, they're not a, they're not about the artistry. They're about the publicity, like he was saying. Right, and it's a fan voted show. You have to remember that exactly. too. So it's not really who deserved the deserves the award. It's who was most popular. Kind of most, exactly, fan mm -hmm. power to go online and vote. That's why your Taylor Swift, your One Direction, mm -hmm. your Justin Bieber continuously win every single time. Well, and that's you know you were saying about as we get older we don't watch it. And I, I was saying that probably I mean recently actually and. It's true because I don't even want. I used to, when I was younger, I used to always watch the Oscars, the Grammys, um, the Emmys. I used to watch everything, the VMAs, whatever. I watched everything. And now I, ha I don't watch any of it. I just don't give a shit anymore. 
<laughs> Unless there's someone on there that I give a shit about, but generally right. there isn't. So you're like Meryl Streep ain't pay- paying these bills, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> so what'd you guys think about the Kanye speech? I mean, I know that was like a big. Well, I heard two. I heard one thing about that, and you guys can tell me what's true and what's not if you know. But um, not like y'all were there. But I mean, maybe you know more than about than I do. Um, the fact that apparently Taylor Swift and he had a prearranged speech or something, and he totally went off book and totally went like rogue. And now she's, like, really pissed at him because, once again, he's, like, fucked up her, I don't know, whatever she was trying, her moment or whatever. But, and also, the fact that he's talking about he's going to run for president. Now, do you think that's real, or do you think he's just saying that because he wants publicity, or what? No, it's totally a publicity. There's even a video um, out of somebody that was in the audience, and they're filming it, like, Vining it or Snapchatting or whatever, and the the guy next to him was like, "You should run for president, Kanye." And he gestures at him, and he was like, "Yeah, as you may have imagined." And then he says what he said, oh. so which is in the in the moment type of thing. Okay, cause a stir, you know. Thank yeah, fucking I mean, God. I, right. I mean, do you really, really think that America's gonna have Kanye as a president? Um, we're this close to having <laughs> fucking Trump as a nomination nominee for the fucking Republican Party, which I'm not part of. But I mean, they are going to vote some when that remotely retarded, excuse me, stupid in there. Then I wouldn't put it past them voting Kanye West in. I mean, come on, America's fucking stupid. Sorry, <laughs> it's the truth. So the answer to your question is no. I would not put it past America. We we had lots of youth. The one time they vote is when Kanye West is running for president of the United States, <laughs> and then we have you fucking know, Kanye and his bitch of a wife as the first lady. Oh my God! Can you imagine? I'm registered to vote. Not all young people don't vote. Well, <laughs> most of you don't. Okay. And that's that's true. Just that's a fact. Unfortunately, I wish y'all would because we need your votes, but okay. you don't. Now, Jason, do you vote? Jason, do you vote? Of course, I do. Good. So you both vo- you both vote then, right? Absolutely. Okay. Good. Then you're off the hook. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> but the whole thing with the Kanye. Now, didn't I did I just not say last right. week? You, were on the you sure did. We need to replay that. Did not say he's not going to be completely satisfied when he gets on stage, and I'd be damned if that shit wasn't true. But I wish I, I had that like, clip. I'd play it right now. I'm thinking to myself, like, he's on stage about to get an award from MTV, and I was like, how are you going to shade the fuck out of MTV while you're getting an MTV award? And I'm like, really? I'm like, how are you going to talk shit about MTV while they're pursuing you? I was like, oh, my God. I, I was like... It I, is I, true. I, I, oh, there you go. <laughs> is. There's there is a saying that I always tell people uh, or when I'm talking about working in the industry, I always say never burn a bridge until you've built a ship. When you've built a ship the size that Kanye has built, I don't really think he's concerned mm-hmm. with MTV's He isn't. No, he doesn't need them. Perception of him. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. MTV ain't playing music videos no more. No. What does he need them for? Hello? And that's so annoying, by the way. I don't understand um, that. I mean, if you want videos, request and then watch them. Are you going to watch them if they play music videos? Or are you going to go to work? Me? Yeah. TiVo, hello. Oh, you would TiVo them? Oh, my God. Exactly. That's what I did when I was a kid. I VHS taped them from like. From like uh, the time I was in school, then I'd go back and rewind them and watch all from Madonna or whoever was on there I wanted to watch. Yeah, exactly. that's what I would but do. Pri- but prior to him, um, when he was in the audience, just you know having a good time, he seemed very you know he was smiling a lot and he was you know in the audience and just did like when uh, the weekend performed "Can't Feel My Face," they panned out to him like I don't know how many times and 
he was out there dancing and he was like really into it. I was like, okay, so Kanye's kind of, you know, he's upbeat. It looks like he took a shit before he got there. <laughs> and um, I said, he just seems very just light and very just, you know, high spirited until he, until he got his ass on stage. So, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly think he is um, that way in real life, and he kind of has this Kanye godlike persona. Yes, um, that's kind of like we were talking about last week, like a stage personality, like alter ego, and then like your real life persona. Because right. he said before in interviews, like he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like it when people say, "Oh, you're not that bad in real life," or "I didn't expect you to be so nice," or those kind of things. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, do, do you blame them? <laughs> I mean, if I were to see him for the well, first no, time, I'd probably say the same thing too. Because I'm like, I'm only every time I happen to see you on camera or in front of a camera, most of the time you're doing something. Well, that's you know, perception is reality. So that's that is what people think he is because that's what yeah. they see. So, yeah, absolutely. By the way, quickly, Jason Dotley apparently is listening to the show right now. Jason, I want to say hi. Thanks for listening, and uh, wanted to say that he does a show called Life on the Gay List, which is going to be in Panama City, October third at eight p.m., in Cincinnati, October sixteenth at eight p.m. He was actually just in Dallas a few weeks ago. So, hi, Jason. Woohoo, Cincinnati! Okay. <laughs> you rock. Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, speaking of Taylor Swift. Um, I heard about this and, uh, the video. So new what do you want to, what do you guys want to say about that? Okay. So Taylor Swift comes out with her premieres, her brand new video at the VMAs, right? Um, what's the song? What's the song? I just, I just left my mind, but, um, bad blood or set. no, not bad blood. Um, <laughs> uh, what the fuck's it called? <laughs> It'll come back to me. Anyways. Um, it's like a 1950s Re- Hollywood romance. Wildest um, Dreams, no. Um, Wildest Dreams, Wildest yes. Dreams, okay. Um, and it's set in Africa, like um, in the wilderness of Africa, and they're filming this movie. And then at the end of the video, it shows them in Hollywood at the red carpet of um, the movie. It's very like Liz, Liz and Dick. You right. Know, like Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Richard. So, yes. So they're having an affair on set, and it's this big whole thing. Well, everybody's issue with it is it's a beautiful video. It is. Cool. It's set in Africa, and we see a little bit of African culture, except there aren't any African people in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it is supposed to be. It is supposed to be the 1950s. So, right, but I mean, she's in Africa, not America. So, <laughs> right, I mean, I don't know what African culture was like in the 1950s, so I can't speak on it. Well, it depends. <laughs> I'm just saying that if it is the 1950s, it's pretty fucking racist then anyway, so she's staying in keeping with the times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. She's a method actor. Yes, I don't know if, if it's required that she had black people from Africa in her video. I'm sorry. I don't think that that's the case, but what do you think? I don't think that that's the case either. <laughs> I just think people feel like she should have respected that culture since that she was showing the culture. You know what I mean? It's kind of like going to McDonald's, but then not showing the hamburgers. I mean, I don't know. Um, well, let's say she filmed in, let's say she filmed in France and she didn't show any French people. Would French people be pissed off about that? You tell me. <laughs> I'm not French. I don't know. I can speak I French, but I can't. I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't mind because I understand the direction of the video. It's it is a beautiful video, and all the Africa shots are like in the wilderness and the jungle. Yes. Um, but I, do you think? So but don't you think that people? I mean, just make a mountain out of mohill about shit. I mean, I don't really think it's a big deal. Well, I think so too, and especially with the whole 
you know, whitewash thing that we have going on right now, just mm-hmm. as a social issue in general. We're kind of looking for any little reason to. to and that is so true. Out. It's like everything. Actually, there was just here in Texas where I live, unfortunately. Um, oh, you live here too. What am I saying? You bitches live here too. Anyway. So you probably have heard of it. I'm so used to talking to people from elsewhere and not next door. Anyway. Um, no, um, the, the cop, the, the cop, no, the cop who shot the guy who raised his hands and everything. Did you see that or not? No. no. Okay. Well, there was a cop, a couple of cops, one Hispanic, uh, I think they're both Hispanic or something or black. I don't know. Anyway. And the other, the guy who got shot was white. Anyway, he th- threw up his hands and then they shot him. And so that's been, been another big thing about race lately and everything as well. So, but yeah, I'm just saying there's, there's a climate right now where it doesn't yep. matter what happens. It's like people just want to make a big deal out of anything. And so she didn't have black people in her video. And because it was in Africa, she's requ- required to apparently, which is stupid, I think. Um, I mean, cause also look from like a, like from a, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Let's a- move on. From an accurate standpoint, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on the bright side of the video, I do think it is Stunning. It's a beautiful video, mm-hmm. but um, she says at the end of the video, there's uh, a caption, and it says that all of the proceeds from the video are going to go towards the wildlife reserves to um, help endangered animal animals in in those countries. So I think that's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Taylor Swift, for Thank your you, humanitarianism. We love you. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to capitalize on this. Exactly. And that's one more thing. That's another thing about it is that I honestly think that there are, there are celebrities, and I think she's one of them, who actually does give a shit about causes. I think she really does have a bleeding heart, and she really is kind and all that stuff. But, and, but you also realize, as you just stated, that every time they do something, there's also another side of a benefit to it as well. They also get PR, publicity, and Absolutely. and goodwill. So it's not like it's completely benevolent, but whatever. Right, it's a win-win. Uh, it is. Um, now, okay, so which one of you read about Janet Jackson? Um, both of us. I wanted to I talk hope. about. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this too. So tell me what you think. Okay, so she launches her new tour the day before last, right? Um, she does what, like 30-something songs? She looks gorgeous, except she's covered from head to toe and she doesn't give us any costumes. Do you care? Do you not care? Don't you think it's a little suspect that she's married to a Muslim and now she's covered from head to toe for the entire fucking uh, tour? Weren't her, weren't her dancers covered from head to toe, too? I don't know. I, so. I feel were like they? in the photos I saw, they were all wearing long sleeves and... Unless she's trying to be kind of bring that kind of vibe into her show, but I would still think she would change. I mean, come on, it's Janet Jackson. She's a yep. major superstar, and right. she does one outfit for the whole show. That's unheard well, of. And that's she's known for being. She's putting on that show. You know what I mean? You go to yes, share so you can see costumes. You go to see Madonna. You know you're gonna get a show. Costumes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's just part of the gig. And that's what's so bizarre. That's why I really do think that it has to do with her Muslim husband. What well, do you think? I mean, and I mean, if you if you look at the timeline, the last what year and a half, two years mm-hmm. when she was overseas, she was super hush hush. She wasn't really doing anything. So maybe they met in the middle, and she he was like, "I'll let you go on tour, but but you need you to know, cover that navel. I'll let you do your pop star thing." <laughs> yeah. Jason, what do you think? Um, I saw the video. Um, not the video. The uh, photos online yesterday, I believe. Uh huh. And um, I, here's my my thing is that you know yeah Janet's known for her costume changes but if she happens just to have one costume the entire show would it change my perception of going to see her no 
But I mean, it would just be like, uh, but it you know, is this th- something that'd be kind of like nice to see, but but it is awkward and weird, don't you think? It's out yeah, of no, character. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it is different. I mean, but would I just be like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna no. buy a ticket and go see it because of that? No, I wouldn't do that. But I mean, it, it's just a little different. It's just I'll just kind of be like, uh, well, no costume changes, I guess. See, but, but I also think on the bright side of it is, in like let's say an average, a pop star changes what maybe five times in her show. That's a good. Uh, let's say, I'd say twice that t- at least, but go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying at least. Okay. Um, that's a good like five. If they're not quick, a good five ten minutes for like video footage or dancers on stage. Those that's now interludes. Yeah. Three or four more songs that could be spliced and now performed. Sure. And she did perform thirty some odd songs. So, you know, again, at the root of it, it's about the artistry. It's about the performance, not necessarily the costume aspect. It's I just, I think, I, I, I don't even think it's about that for most people. I think it, when they say disappointed, I think it's more about the fact that we have expectations because of who she is and how she's done things in the past, and that did not happen. Right, um, not paying $120 to see this show, I want to see a show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like me going out there and, I don't know, talking for 30 hours about shit, and people are like, what, the, you going to do something? I mean, do something. I mean, it's like, I don't know, I'm just saying, just do something. It's like, I know mean, she's singing and she's dancing, but, I mean, you got to ramp it up. It's a show, right. you know, put maybe, on a show. Maybe they, after they hear a little bit of feedback, maybe they'll give us, like, a black latex bodysuit and then she can give us like a cape and a bell maybe it's like a magnet skirt that like has like a magnet oh my god you know, just something to add a little bit of interest yeah, i think it would have been white I, I think it would have been cool if she had i mean also a little hokey but it would have been cool if she would have like taken all of her songs and worn outfits from her videos from those songs like like rhythm rhythm nation the black with the button up and the and then like you know control she's got the ponytail i don't know i just like, she just she done something but she didn't have to just Wild keep it all the same you know what it's groundbreaking. <laughs> yes i know it is i no, should be i should like be a, i should be a tour producer i know go right. on <laughs> <laughs> <In a penis. laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, so are you still gonna go to the show though? I mean, you said you were interested in going, right? I, uh, me or Jason? Yeah. Oh, Jason. I do want to go to the show. Unfortunately, it's exactly the same here in Dallas as when my Madonna tickets are in Atlanta, so I can't. Okay. Mm. So that sucks. Anyway, um, so what about the on-air shooting thing and the gay guy and all that? What? Let's talk about that. I watched this report uh. on 2020, and um, I watched the whole story about him and everything. And I found it to be kind of, I don't know, just, uh, just it's very disturbing. First of all, I did not watch the video, as I said last week. I don't want to see the video. Um, yeah. But what did you guys think about this whole thing and the fact he's gay and how that plays into it and all that? I think, well, the media, well, I'm not going to say the media. I believe just people in general tried to make it as a race issue. Yeah. And... I personally do not think it was a race a race issue. I just I just think it was just a mental issue. I yeah. Mean, he was going to, I mean, because he had a checker pass with employers and you know that type of thing. So I, I don't know how people are trying to. Try, I guess because he's a black man, and he shot two you know white people, you know shot and killed two white people. People try to make it a race thing, but I'm like, it's not a race thing. It's, well, it's just it's just like a mental illness. But I do think that I, I mean, I know what you're saying, but I also think that it possibly is related to 
to both. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the things he said in his 20-page manifesto, whatever the fuck it was, uh, or his letter or whatever, um, were about being black and being mistreated and being oppressed and all that kind of stuff. And that stuff is all very true and real. And I know over the t- over time that that can really get to people. Now, you either, you're either going to be deal with it like most people do, or you're going to go nuts because you have mental illness. But I'm saying that I think that that fed into all of his, his disenfranchisement from society and his always failing at things and, always, and the fact he was gay and hiding that for a long time and blah, blah, blah. So I think that does play into it. But I don't think it's the whole reason. I just think that that's, you, you, if you're mentally ill and you have those pressures as well, it, that doesn't help. Well, so. see, I'm not really sure what to believe with this story as far as how it got to that point. Because one story is saying that um, supposedly, you know, these two, the, you know, the reporter and the cameraman supposedly had, you know, some type of issue with him and they went to HR and yada, yada, yada. But then I heard another story saying that they barely knew this guy. So I, with these two different stories, it, it kind of like, okay, well then, you know, which story is true? So it just kind of leaves a question mark in my head. But overall, I mean, it's a sad, sad situation. But um, as far as the story that led up to that, as far as, you know, if he did know them, if he didn't know them, no one knows that but them, unfortunately, and all three of them are dead. Right. But, um, it, it's just a really sad situation. It really is. I it mean, is. I feel bad for it everyone is. all it the is. way around. So. It is. Um, okay. So, uh, Kristen, do you have anything else to say about this? No, I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, um, this hits super close to home just because similar things like this have happened in my family's past. So I don't really like to put a lot of energy into these kind of stories that happen in the media uh, just because it just has a a bad effect on me. I just I just don't mess with it. Okay, that's cool. Um, what do you think about, there was a, there was an article I read actually about, um, it was actually, what's her face? Uh, what the fuck's her name? Ellen Page <clears throat> saying it's borderline offensive to be called brave for playing a gay character when you're heterosexual. And I wonder what you guys thought about how almost every, almost every gay character played in the movies and on TV is played by a heterosexual person. Almost, not all, but almost. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I, I understand. I think if you were to say it's brave for a heterosexual person to play a homosexual person, I, I feel as far as career-wise, because typically whenever you play that type of character, it's so easy to get typecast as that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I feel as a, like from a, a industry perspective, if you're in that industry saying someone's brave for, for taking, that, taking that kind of role and like really rocking it, that is brave because then you, you know you fear that you're going to get typecast is that i also could see how that could be offensive because we shouldn't live in a society where producers and studios just assume that just because somebody plays a gay gay character that's all they can do but don't you think that we should have i mean that's what i'm saying though it's like for example like if in the 50s and 60s uh, and before that especially like 30s and 40s and and movies in hollywood almost everyone that was was a black character uh before i'd say before the 50s um were played by white people and blackface Mm -hmm. Like or even in the '60s with um, Breakfast at Tiffany's, uh, her neighbor who was Asian was played by Andy Rooney <laughs> in makeup. So my point is, is that that's offensive. But I'm saying people right. now who are heterosexual playing LGBT, why shouldn't those characters go to LGBT people, or should it not matter? Should it be like blind casting? I don't think it should matter. I think it should be whoever the best. looks the part, whoever whoever fills the part. And to be honest. 
depending on the character, I think it could be a. I think it's a lot easier for a heterosexual person to play a gay character than it is a flamboyant gay man to play on American Horror Story. You know what I mean? Well, of course, mm-hmm. of course. But, Unless like he's a right, really, really, really good actor. Because, because um, what's that? Milk. What was his name? Um, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. The movie Milk. Sean Penn. Yes, thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. Um, he was amazing in that movie. You know, and that character had depth. That character had layers. So it's not always about a typical gay character. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, should there be affirmative action for gay for gay actors, <laughs> so that gay people have more of a chance because we we're not represented as much as we are in society, as much as we actually exist in society. That's what I guess what I'm trying to get at. I mean, do you think that that would happen? Well, that's not the question. The question isn't what will happen. Is it should it happen or not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But again, I think the part should go to who's the most deserving, regardless of what their personal sexual preference is. I agree. I agree. Okay, cool. Great. Well, that's all I have for today. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, no, I, actually, one of you had said you wanted to talk about how you got fired from your job. <laughs> I know that I mean Jason. Yes, yes. So tell yes. us about this. Tell us about it's this. A, it's. I'm, I'm going to try to summarize it. Didn't you just get a new job? I did. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what happened though, because this was really like just a bullshit situation. I'm going to try to summarize it. The best but wait, possible. before you start, just remind me: was it the hotel.com or is it somewhere else? Or job? Uh, it, <laughs> Yeah, it was the whole, it was hotel. Okay, okay. Yeah. sorry. Go on. Well, no, let me take that back. Let me stop lying. I don't want to lie. It's technically, it's technically another company, but I don't. But I don't want to say their name because I just don't even want to give them that type. Of I advice. totally forget I'm on air. I'm just like sitting here having a conversation with you. I'm sorry. Go on. No, no. So I mean, so yeah. So I, I it, it wasn't with them, but I I don't want to say their name because I don't I do not want to give them that type of promotion because they don't even deserve it. Okay. So um. Where do I start? Okay, so I started working for this company, and I was training. So during my training process, it was a director of operations position. Mm-hmm. So during this director of operations, it was a director of op- it was a director of operations position for uh, a chain of fast food restaurants. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Now, um, the thing was that you know when I got hired on as a director of operations, they said, well, you know. When you join our team, uh, even though you're going to be primarily working in the office, if you're going to be director of operations for um, the stores in the Metroplex, you know, you have to learn how things operate in the store as far as, like, cooking and, mm-hmm. you know, equipment, that type of thing, right? And yeah. I, was like, oh, so I, so I have no problem. I mean, I don't have a problem doing I have no problem doing that. So they was like, you know, because the last thing we want to have, you know, have is someone who's a director of operations and doesn't know how to do anything in a store. Okay. So I said, okay, that makes sense. So, my, according to what they told me, I was supposed to do two weeks of training in a store mm-hmm. just to learn the basics and equipment and, you know, health, you know, health. How things work, basically. Yeah, right? yeah pretty much. And so, and then my last week was supposed to, and after that, I was supposed to be working in the uh, corporate office. Okay. I said, fine, no problem. So, the first two weeks, I was driving to work at this particular location. <laughs> um, and they're opening another location in Wiley, but the people who don't live in the Metroplex of Wiley, it's like, it's here in the Metroplex, it's in the Dallas area, but it's kind of far out. Yes, um, it is. So, I was training um, in one location that was closer to here, in mm-hmm. the Dallas area, and then 
um, they were opening a store that was in Wiley. Yeah. So I do my training here, and then uh, I get a phone call from my boss who says, well, today's going to be your last day of training at this particular store. We're going to send you out to the Wiley store just so we can, you know, prep up and get the store ready for um, for the grand opening, which was like yesterday. Okay. And so I was like, okay, fine, no problem. What time do you want me to be there? She said, can you be there at 9 a.m.? I said, fine, no problem. Mm-hmm. Get there at 9 a.m. Well, actually, I get there about 8.50. Um, there was a corporate <laughs> trainer there because, you know, they were training the new employees that they had just hired and that type of thing. Spoke to the guy, said, you know, hey, how's it going? He spoke back. And then all of a sudden after that, I didn't hear. He didn't say anything else to me for, like, the rest of the, the day, okay? Literally? And, yeah, and he, yeah, he, yeah, I mean, he might have said maybe two sentences to me in the seven hours. I was oh, my gosh, okay. So I was just like, okay, well, this is kind of odd. So, and then he got on the phone because uh, what happens was someone was supposed to come out that day and set up the uh, computer system for the registers and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, in order for him to do that, he had to contact corporate, and then corporate had to call whoever these people were that was coming installing. And he was on the phone for about an hour total. So, what I did was corporate was emailing me on my uh, uh, email. And was like, we need you to complete these things by the 31st because we have to get you, you know, certified or whatever, whatever the fuck they do. And so I said, okay, fine, no problem. So I took my laptop to work and I said, and he was on the phone and he was on hold. And I said, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to get on my laptop and I'm going to do some of these, you know, just do some emails and do some of these exercises right. because they want me, corporate is asking me to do this. He gives me a thumbs up, no problem. Okay. Like, okay, so everything's good. So then the um, my boss comes in. This is where it begins to go downhill. Two o'clock, two o six p.m. to be exact. <laughs> so my boss comes in, and she comes in, and she says, "Oh, um, well, um, we have a little bit of a problem." I said, "Oh, well," I said, "You know, what's up? What's wrong?" She said, "Well, we need you to go back to the office. Just to let you guys know, the office, their corporate office, is in Irving, okay? all the way across the Metroplex from yes. Wiley. Yes." So she said, well, we have a problem. I said, okay, well, what's wrong? She's like, well, we need you to go to the corporate office because they're having some issues there and we really need you there. Okay. I was like, and now, when she told me that, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute now. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you just told me yesterday to come out here. For a while. Me. Now you want me to drive back across the other side of the Metroplex to go to the corporate office. Mm-hmm. And then you want me to come back out to Wiley the following morning, mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, and I just said, I said, I financially cannot do that. I mean, technically I could, but I was just like, if you're going to do all this fucking driving in my car, you need to give me some gas money. Yes. That's how I was looking at it. Like, you need to give me some fucking gas money. Okay. <laughs> so I told her, I said, well, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I like, I financially cannot do that because driving from my house in Frisco to Wiley and then Wiley to Irving to help them out and then Irving back to Frisco and then Frisco back to Wiley. No, I. That's I, like 100 miles in a day. It was a, I added up. It was 136 miles. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I cannot do it. And then she says, and then she actually smiles in my face and says, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll figure it out. She left for two hours, okay? I think she, they said that she was going to, you know, the restaurant depot place to go pick up some equipment or something like that. And uh, she comes back well, before she comes back, I tried to call her. She didn't answer her phone. Mm-hmm. I sent her a text. She didn't return a text. And then at this point, I was like, you know what? Something's not right. Because whenever I would call or text her, she would always respond or something. Two hours went by. Didn't hear anything from her. 
So she comes back two hours later. By this time, it's four o'clock, and she says, "You know what? Um, I don't think this is going to work." Why? Why? Because you wouldn't and I, drive. And and, and, I, and I said, I said, okay, well, and I was calm about it. And I stayed professional the entire time. I said, okay, well, you know, what made you come to this conclusion? And she said, well, um, you know, when we when we interviewed, you know, we expect a lot from our. What was that? I think that was Christian trying to talk as things fucked up. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> no, I hear you. Oh, Keep there on. he is. There he is. Okay. Cool. I was like, I heard something. So she said, well, you know, when we had that someone, you know, who's a director of operations, you know, we expect a lot from them. And we just feel like you're just not really, you know, pulling your weight. And I think, and then she was like, you know, plus you've never done this before, uh, which is, a, you know, a new field for you and blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, bitch. I said, did I not tell you this in the fucking interview? I was like, I sent you my resume. You looked over it, gave me, gave someone the okay for me to come in for an interview. I told you in your fucking face, you fucking cunt, that Ooh. I never did, did this before. You were still okay with it because you um, hired me. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, I was like, let, I was like, let's be honest. I said, you're not firing me because you don't think I'm doing a good job. Because if that was the case, you would have fired me a few days after I got hired. I said, pretty much, you're firing me because. You asked, you were pretty much going to take advantage of me. And I said, I caught on to it. I questioned you about it. And then you got upset. I'm like, that's exactly why you're letting me go. Well, no, that's not the case. Yes, it is. Because I said, if I would have had my happy ass and my Toyota Camry and drove 136 miles across, around the damn Metroplex, I'm like, we wouldn't be having this conversation right mm-hmm. now. Well, you could, um, <clears throat> if they actually fired you in, in that manner and actually did not say it was a requirement of your job to be able to drive that distance and pay for it yourself and they're not going to reimburse you, then you could actually, you could sue them or whatever you want to do or take them to court or go workforce commission or something if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm, I'm debating on doing that, so... Well, I'm sorry that happened. But yeah, but I was just like, okay, and I was just like, all right, well, that's fine. Honestly, I really wasn't feeling the job anyway. Once I got in the door, it was one of those things like it was all glamorous, like, oh, you get this type of, you know, you get these type of benefits, you do this and this and this and this and this. Once I got in the door, like, literally the first week, I was like... No. I am so ready to get the hell out of here already, after a week. So, um... Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that, and you better have my fucking paycheck on Friday, you cut. <laughs> oh, my God. Bitch better have my money. Exactly. Bitch better have my money. Well, um, that sucks. You know, that's one thing I hated. When I was... I mean, I think I was... Uh, it's my 20s. Um, I had to work for other people and everything until I was 25 to start my business. And it was sucked. I never liked it. I was never good at it. I was a horrible employee because I was always, I know better than you and you're stupid. And <laughs> so I just was always like a horrible employee. I'm not saying you are, but my point is, is like people, I always had to deal with like political crap at work and, and deal with people's attitudes. And I just didn't like being around people. I didn't like people basically. <laughs> I was like, go away. So, um, to be in that kind of position where someone kind of fucks you over or whatever, and it's kind of unjust like that, that sucks. And I would have really, I would have done something about it. So I hope now, you do now, something now, about here, it. And now here's the fucked up part about the entire situation. Yes. When she interviewed me, yeah. you know, she was an African American woman. She owns these, you know, she is a franchise restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm still not going to say the name. Mama's waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, yeah I'm kidding. Go on. <laughs> So, um, you know, she's like, you know, well, you know, I'm a black business owner and, you know, you don't see a lot of black. Owned. And she's like, she's like, and, you know, you don't see a lot of black owned businesses, which she's right. She had a point there. 
But then she was like, you know, I'm all about, you know, hiring minorities and African-Americans because, you know, jobs are just really hard to come by for minorities and that type of thing, which took, you know, she had a point to somewhat. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like... She shouldn't be telling you that. Okay, I'm, exactly. But I was just like, I was going along with it. I was, I was trying to get a job. I didn't give a fuck. So I was just like, okay, you know, I'm just nodding and smiling. I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. The last job that I had before I started my business when I was 25 years old, I was fired from it. It was a black woman. Her name was Paula McClure. She's dead now, so it's okay. But anyway, her, she was, her name was Paula McClure. She was an actress. She was really, really good friends with Sharon Stone. She was on um, Total, Total Recall. Anyway, she had a spa here in Dallas that I ran for her. Anyway, um, she was a complete bitch to work for. But she, um, when she hired me, uh, she asked what race I was. <clears throat> And I, I got that question a lot, but never from an employer. And so when she fired me, I was like, I, I told the workforce commission about it, and that she'd actually asked me what my race is, what race mix I was, or whatever. And um, they, th- so I won the case because of that. So my point is, one of, that's one of the reasons I won the case. But um, the point is, is that you should definitely tell if you file a complaint with the workforce commission, tell them about that, and that she mentioned that. Um, they may take that into consideration. Although you are black and she's black, it's going to be kind of odd to say, <laughs> I'm hiring black people because there aren't black jobs or people aren't taking black jobs or whatever. Um, how does that really discriminate against you? I mean, it is discriminating against other people, though, so that's how they might see it. Yeah, but then the thing was, I believe the corporate trainer who happens to be white uh-huh. was behind this whole thing because as I was leaving, I was in the restaurant, and as I was leaving, I said, well, okay, let me go grab my things. I had my backpack and my laptop and everything. So I said, well, let me grab my things and I'll be out the door. Because when she let me go, I was like, I was almost kind of relieved almost. Yeah. So, and as I'm walking, I thought the corporate trainer was towards the back of the store. I'm assuming he thought I was already gone, mm-hmm. but I was about to walk out the door. So Tegan was still in the store. He was like, he tell, you know, he was yelling to, you know, we'll just call her Debbie. I don't even want to say her real name. <laughs> she, he was like, you fired that guy yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. Like loud. So and, I, and so then I said, "No, I'm still here, but I'm about to leave." They <laughs> I mean, just I, I was being a total smartass. They I'm just like, no, didn't like. Here. They just didn't like you for whatever reason. So yeah, I, I well, you know, good luck to them. I, but you know what? I'm glad that they were showing me all of this now mm-hmm. instead of waiting until I worked there for several months or years, whatever the case may be, and then all this comes out. So what are you yeah. gonna do now? Um, well, I'm applying for jobs again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I have, you know, I mean, I have savings and, you know, that type of thing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll do that. But, I mean, I am actively looking for a job. And what kind so, of job are you looking for? We're going to put um, it out there in the world for well, you. Well, my, my previous, <laughs> well, when I was at Hotels.com, I did administrative. So, so you were like an administrative assistant or something? Or you yeah. were like administrative, okay. Yeah, administrative assistant, like uh, accounting, administrative work, that type of thing. Somebody in my neighborhood just on Nextdoor, I don't know if you know what Nextdoor is, but it's this app for neighborhoods, just literally today posted they were looking for an executive assistant, I swear to God. <laughs> well, if you have to I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you their name, <laughs> I'm telling you. So everybody, listen up. Jason needs a job. He's a kick-ass assistant, at least. And he doesn't do well in black-owned restaurants. But other than that... I don't. I do not. You know, but... um, Like I said, I'm just glad that that she, you know, was showing me her true colors up front because... This could have been a catastrophe. This yeah, you know, you know I don't know. I always thought it was me, and maybe it's you. Maybe we're similar this way. Or maybe all three of us. I don't know. But I have always been 
one to not stand for shit. And mm-hmm. I like, ju- I'm, I hate injustice. I hate when, whether it's happening to myself or to someone around me. I hate when people try to take advantage of people or use people. I just hate that shit. And so in corporate America, especially, that happens every day. And I, that's why I never did well in corporate America, because I don't like to play games. And it's all right. a bunch of fucking games. Games exactly. and fake people. And then you have the nervous sit there and tell me that, you know, you had to spend the eight thousand dollars for these people to come out and install these cash registers and do wiring. And yada, yada, but they yada, can't yada. spend, give you a hundred dollars, or give you a hundred dollars for gas a month or exactly. something. Exactly. I'm like, you couldn't give me fifty fucking dollars for gas. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So I'm just like. Well, you know, I'm sorry that happened to you, but <laughs> you shall survive. This too shall pass, my friend. Exactly. When one door closes, another one opens. A window opens, or a skylight, or some shit. Something but I happens. will say this: I, I have been enjoying sleeping. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. What about Don't you? It's like the ultimate night owl, and I get up at 5 a.m. every day. Ah, so. I'm going to bed at 5 or 6 a.m. usually, <laughs> uh, unless I have a meeting. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, – well, I'm sorry to happen, but you'll be cool. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, Christian, what about you? Have you ever been fired from a job? You know, I haven't. Um, I've... Well, aren't you special? <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been really fired from a job ever. To let this uh, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent get me through. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I haven't. And to be honest, I don't know what I would. I, I don't know. I always make sure that my my tracks are covered with everything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not afraid of confrontation and communication. So I like to uh, dissolve any issues before it, it he- heads on up to Miss HR's office. I ain't got time for that. That's so. Right. Well, no. good. That's good. Well, That's I, good. I, I, well, mine was the first time, so I don't think. And by the way, I don't think that being fired is a reflection upon your character no, or who you are at all. No, I mean, I'm talking about myself as well as Jason or anybody else has been fired because I think it has to do with the situation. It's a situational thing, typically, and yeah. who you're dealing with, and sometimes personalities clash, or sometimes it's just the wrong environment, or the wrong job. Right. And a lot of times, and it can be politics too. You don't absolutely. Know what's going on. And a lot of times, someone who's in that position or has been fired will will thrive in another one. You just never know. So it's just the wrong place for you. That means something better is coming along. So just keep that's true. keep that's hard. True. I'm, I'm so glad that happened. So. And then on top of that, Tamar Braxton um, blocked you on Instagram. Who? I, I, Are you kidding yeah. me? Yes. He was so, being a hater. Ooh. I wasn't being a hater. I was telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I tell the story. The truth. So, we got um, Tell the story. <laughs> I, I recently um, opened up, started an Instagram account, and Tamar Braxton was, I mean, I don't know if she's the first, but she was one of the few people that I was, you know, you know, building a list with, you know, as far as Instagram friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she posted this picture. Of uh, what? It looked very drag queenish. Oh, uh-huh. It, it was, I mean, it was her with, like, heavy, heavy, heavy makeup on. Mm-hmm. And come on, we know how Tamar Braxton does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I left a comment. I said, it looks very drag queenish. <laughs> oh, shit. So then, you know, you know the type of Tay Marshes, they try to come for me. So <laughs> the Tay Marshes? Like, look at you, you know, look, look at you, and, you know, oh. blah, 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 and, you know, you're so black, and, you know, whatever. I don't know, <laughs> you're whatever so black. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm not even that dark, but okay. You're so like, black. Like, that's just hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I'm, <laughs> and, you know, sidebar, before I go any further, 
I hate it when a person says, no matter what race you are, mm-hmm. and you said that tell me like, oh, you're so black or you're black. I'm like, I've been knowing that for the past two years. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, not, like it's like if you, like you saying that is not going to offend me. I'm already aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like somebody who's overweight, and when you're fat or you're overweight or whatever, and like you need to lose some weight. Really? Exactly. Thank I'm like, you. Tell me something that's going to piss me off. Like, tell me that Krispy Kreme is about to close. Like, like, I would be ready to burn that bitch down. It's like, like so seriously. stupid. You're right. You're right. You're like, right. but don't sit there and be like, "Oh, you're so black." I'm like, "Duh." Okay, like, okay, whatever. Like, duh. Not, okay. So she blocked you. Yeah. So I guess she got up. I guess you know. I, I'm sure one of her, you know, you know, slaves came out <clears> and reported <throat> back to her. But that means and, she has. Um, I mean, the thing is, if she actually did the blocking herself and wasn't an assistant or something. If she actually did the blocking herself, that means she doesn't have a sense of humor about herself, which is not a good sign of a character person. I'm but, sorry. But, I mean, come on. Look at Tamar Braxton following up with celebrities. I'm like, she really doesn't get along with anyone. Well, there I you mean, go. Truth be told. She doesn't so, have a sense of humor about herself. Like, she's, she's one of those people that can dish it out but can't take it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, cl- clearly we've seen it on the real. We've seen it in social media. I mean, that type of thing. You get the crime on national television. She's real. Sensitive and petty. You know? She takes, yes, she yes, takes, yes, yeah, yes. she takes things too seriously. That's and honestly, and honestly, when I said it looked very drag queenish, I was being funny. I wasn't doing it to be mean, but it did look drag queen. <laughs> did you think so, that she? Do you think it would actually get around to her? You just thought. Well, I don't. I don't know if it got. I don't know her. If you knew that she was gonna read that, would you have written it? Yes. And I'm the same way. True. See, I'm the same way. I just keep it real. It, because it was the truth, so I, I'm sure one of her. Slaves take marching friends. But you, when they back, went back and reported to her, her sister, whatever. And then I get back on later that evening. It was like Tamar Braxton Herbert has blocked you. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, well. I didn't even know a gave block notification. <laughs> but that's yeah, the- I, because I tried because when I tried to um, go back to her thing, like when I tried to tap on her name to get to her profile, mm-hmm. it said that I had been blocked. So. Well, yeah, this this so. reminds me over the weekend. Um, one of my. Uh, Friends of mine I've known since she was, she and I were nine years old. Uh, a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> um, she, the Pointer Sisters were out, okay? Um, <laughs> um, she, uh, this week, we had kind of stopped talking for a while and then we started talking again. Anyway, so, um, and I've been trying to see her again after a long time and, and, and she kept like saying, I can, I'm busy, whatever. And so finally, I got fucking sick of it because, you know, you can only take that so many times, right? And so finally I said, I didn't say anything to her, but all of a sudden I noticed that she take, she'd taken me, oh, this over this past week, weekend uh we went to visit a grave where her town is my grandmother and she said that she wasn't gonna be home so the grave site is literally like two blocks from her house and so we drove by her house and she was home and she and so i just went, went by there was it <clears throat> anyway and i drove drove by i texted her i said well apparently you were home and you weren't really out surprise surprise and that's all i said and she she took me off facebook and blocked me and so i wrote her back a petty, and I, petty. Well, very petty, and I'm telling you, I, I no, not normally like this, but I I was so, I think I was so hurt by that yeah. that um, I was really angry, and so I said some really mean things that I cannot repeat on the air because I would be embarrassed. And but she, let's just say, she is from a different social class than I am, and she lives with her kids from different fathers. And she um, would be a great guest on Jerry Springer's show. 
and you know, hey, so <laughs> no, but she might. Well, her house is being foreclosed on. But anyway, um, so my point is, I went on and on and on, and I just let her have it. And and it's basically, it's basically like thirty years of of her being a bitch to me. Yeah. came out right that moment. So my point as we're going to make is I know what you said to Tamar Braxton and she blocked you, but um it didn't merit that. I mean, she did not need to block you because of that. She has no sense of humor about herself. Now me, from the other hand, I had every right to block the bitch and I did and it's done. So, we're done. Well, then after she blocked me, I actually got the uh, actually a friend of mine who also follows her was posted the picture on Facebook, so then I shared it. And I was just like, <laughs> "What do you think of this?" And I was like, "Yeah, that is a lot of makeup." So people agree on Facebook. It's like, come on now, like, Tamar, stop. Like, stop being so petty and childish. Well, what I was going to say about that, Jason, is that when you say something, and I'm the same way, I I say whatever I think, but I know when I say something, I'm willing to deal with the consequences of my actions. So when you say that to her, you've got to be willing to think, well, she might block me or not want to talk to me or whatever. And so what? you, You have to remember that you're one in a million. You know what I mean? Anything that's slightly negative or that she takes in a negative way, the next comment you may write may be like, oh, you need to tuck your dick. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, she doesn't know. She's just trying to avoid anything. You know what I mean? You kind of have to think about it that way. And at least she knows, at least she knew you existed for 0.5 seconds, okay? Because I fucking love That's right. But don't you... new album comes out September 11th, Calling on Lovers (laughs) on iTunes. But don't you think, I would rather know I've had too much makeup on than not. And how many people... But that's the thing is. She does it all the time. But how many people on her Twitter page or whatever, um, you weren't the only one who said something about her makeup, I'm sure. No, I'm not the only one. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. I don't know. Maybe at that particular time, she, her, maybe her and her sister was actually reading the comments at that moment. Maybe she know. just was having a bad day. She's like, you know, I bitch. Mean, but, girl, I, but, I, but, yeah, all I'm of not, her days are bad days. Exactly. Because once again, she has beef with everyone in the industry. So. I, I love her to death, but that girl, she's petty, petty. Before we go off the air, mm-hmm. did you guys see that the cast of Dance with the stars was released today. Mm-mm. No. Who's on? Did you see who was on there? Mm-mm. Tamar Braxton, oh, Kim Zolciak, Kim Zolciak, pa- Paula Dean. Oh no! Nick Carter from the Backstreet Yes, Boys. he's cute. I might actually watch this year. He's cute. Yeah, is that it? That's not it. No, I mean there's a bunch, but those oh. are like the big ones. Those are the oh, ones you oh, care oh. about. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones I care about. <laughs> um, no, uh, Paula Paula Dean's trying to re you know re up her person her person her persona. I guess after the whole inward thing, but I don't really care to see her. Um, I know you didn't. You say you like Paula Dean a lot, though. You said you liked her. Who me? I like Christian. I like her personality. Oh. I don't care for some of the dumbass things she said in the past, but you know, I'm down for a, a bacon and a butter biscuit. You know, Who ain't? And a Paula Dean crock pot. Who I'm ain't? Down for it. <laughs> a skillet or whatever it is. And I, I just I like big personalities, so she's entertaining. To me. Well, it's not like I would not talk, to, see her or watch her because of it, but I'm just saying I just don't like what she, that that whole era in her she life. Does. I remember. I remember when the whole scandal was going down, uh-huh. and I remember when she was losing all of her endorsements, yeah. and they had her Paula Dean cookware at Walmart. It was like original, like $90. It's like $4. It was marked $4. I went out and bought it, but I was so embarrassed to buy it during that time. I love Paula I actually went out and bought it during that whole scandal, but no one said anything. I thought, I thought clearly someone was going to say something. No, I could see you at Walmart buying this Paula Dean stuff, and the black checkout girls get curling her lip and looking at you funny. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, but it was. I, I was like, it's. I was like, fuck that. It's forty dollars. Like, <laughs> like, 
That's right. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and scratch that Paula Deen signature out real quick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, before we go, I was without AC for almost a week. Almost a week Ooh, since Wednesday. And the reason is because Wednesday, no, Thursday, Thursday morning it went out. I called an AC company. They came out. They said it'll be $2,500. I said, okay. The next day they did not show up. Friday they did not show up. I said, where are you? They said, we, we misunderstood you. Okay, we'll come out. We'll fix it. They came to the door. The guy says, um, I said, I had a second uh, guy look at it while they were coming, didn't show up. And so the second guy said, it didn't need a fan motor. I told the guy when he came back, he doesn't need a fan motor. He left. He never came back. Again, I called them, yelled at the guy, the owner. It was horrible. Gave a horrible Yelp review. Then Saturday, the other guy came out and said, I can't do it today because they're closed, so I'll come back on Monday. Monday, he said it's not in uh-huh. yet. And so Tuesday, finally today, the compressor came in, he fixed it, and now I have air. That's why it took so fucking long. And I'll tell you this, too. It was going to cost $2,500 to fix it. This guy who fixed it, fixed it for five fifty. So I am telling you, it is a fucking racket. Those people are just sort of fucking gouge people. They didn't have to charge me that much. The same fucking thing. So I have air again. I'm happy. And now we can end the show. So I want to say thanks for listening, everybody. Jason Dotley, if you actually listen to the show, I appreciate it. Thank you. And also, I wanted to say we'll be back. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to gayxyz.com. You can go to Christian's site at christianalexanderfashion.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Christian Grayman. And Jason's Twitter is? It's Jason underscore B, B-E underscore life. And for some reason, I've been having a lot of porn stars want to follow me on Twitter. I don't know what that's Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you why so, that is after we get off the air. And then my <laughs> Off Limits show, you can find me at offlimitsshow.com. Listen to my show. My show is on every Sunday if you want to listen to it. And uh, we'll be back next week with more hot topics and more. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hello. The internet has changed. So should the way you bank. PNC Virtual Wallet for Digital Banking. It's time for a change. Now through March 31st, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash checking offer. PNC Bank. Make today the day. Virtual Wallet is a registered trademark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC.